Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the first 2014 edition of the Fantasy Book Club. It's wonderful to see so many new people among us, and today, or this month rather, we have decided to do something different from the usual um, current trend of reading fantasy classics. We've decided to read a very short collection of Creole folk tales found on the Bard uh, uh, website, and this was my first experience reading fairy tales, so I don't really have very much to go on, but it seems like some of them had more of a moral um, lesson to them than others, especially the one about gluttony, which was my favorite one, because I love food so much, and all the descriptions of food made me want to run out to a Cajun restaurant and have a big plate of something yummy, but um, how did everybody else... Um, like them or not like them? Well, unfortunately, I didn't read the whole book, but I, the, the uh, tales I did read, I thought were were very cute. However, it, this book just could not, for whatever reason, and my life has been very, very hectic uh, over the last month, I, it just couldn't hold my attention. But I, as I said, I did enjoy the little of it that I did read. Well, I thought it was an okay book. Um, I really liked his some of his descriptions. Um, I can't come up with a specific example, um, but they just were unusual, and I, I really liked how unusual they were. The one thing I didn't like was switching back between back and forth between English and I guess it was patois. Because um, it makes it, it, it kind of broke up the continuity of the book. I didn't have a favorite story. That's interesting because that's what I thought was so charming about it. Uh, especially in the uh, story, the two stories, uh, the one where the woman kept, you know, killed the bird and ate it and then got really, really, you know, the whole family got really, really sick. And then the one where the, the parrot kept saying the most beautiful one is under the tub. Um, I mean, I thought that was just really, really clever and charming, really. I thought the one about the beautiful woman under the tub was interesting, but some of these are almost sketchy in their sort of brief outlining a plot with the traditional mean mother and the evil sister like Cinderella. Uh, I know these things have, you know, themes across different countries. Jung probably loved folk tales. And you just wonder, was the bird the old, like, she-devil who was at the christening? I guess you can't pick it apart too hard. Well, I found the style very interesting. I, um, I wasn't familiar with the Creole folk tales, but the themes are are certainly um, universal. But um, yeah, I, I, I really liked it, but then I like folk tales. So, you know, what can I say? Um, I, you know, it's just interesting to note the similarities between um, between different peoples. I think the spareness of the language is particularly French in in uh, in style, um, it's not elaborated at all. It's just you know told 
in in the sparest language, um, which I think is is kind of neat. Um, I really liked it. And I thought Annie Waters did a very, very, very good job with that. I thought she did a good job reading the patois. Yes, she did, and her French accent isn't bad either. Um, that that was well done. They they picked uh, they picked a good reader for that um, because you you needed somebody who could at least pronounce the French correctly. I thought she also did an excellent job, as you said, with the patois and wondered i wish he had put a glossary though in a dictionary i didn't agree with him on that and i think i would have liked a little bit about the history of martinique while we were at it to place this stuff in context i think he wanted you to enjoy the story for the story not be worrying about the language derivation the creole you know what kinds of things martinique grew i always thought haiti was the big sugar island i guess martinique grew sugarcane as well and not worry about the um, parts of Africa they came from and maybe a glossary and stuff like that. Well, this is for kids, I think. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? They said junior and senior high readers, and I had seen some uh, young adult stuff that I thought had glossaries or, or stuff in it, but I don't know. I know if I were a kid reading it, I always wanted the glossaries, and I remember reading, I think it was a book about Japan once, um, maybe by Lindsay Namiyoko. I can't remember now, but I thought it had a glossary, which I rather liked. Yeah, but if these are fairy tales being told to the children, it may well be that you know that the uh, their knowledge of the stuff it's 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 like talking about things now in America. The little kids probably know it as well as they need to, and they don't need glossaries. That I think you may be right, uh, Marshall, because this, according to the introduction, it was originally written in French. And therefore, it was designed for um, for readers who would know, you know, kind of kind of the meanings of the words. But yeah, a glossary would have helped. Um, I thought there was a glossary. I know there was an introduction because I breezed through that. Um, I could have sworn there was a glossary. Oh well. Maybe I'm thinking of some other book I just recently picked up. But I could have sworn. Oh, well, never mind. It's best not to swear. Um, but, uh, yeah. Actually, I think you're right, Anne. I think there were, there might have been a glossary, but I don't know. Does anybody know for sure? I just checked through the uh, heading listings and didn't find a glossary. Oh, Okay. Well, shoot. I think one would have been helpful, but... Oh, I know why I'm thinking there was a glossary. I just remembered. I'm just reading the uh, latest uh, Kevin Hearn. Um, which... Oh, that was bad timing. We were just talking about that. <laughs> we were. When she comes back, I'm going to ask her if it's book six and what it's called. 
She's the expert on those books. They're fun, but I worry they're going to go on too long. Like these, I don't know if they're science fiction or fantasy, these Jeannie Koch alien books. I don't know if any of you have heard of them. I I guess that's fantasy. I don't know what else that is. But it's like there's book seven already, and I can't remember a single one specific plot line. They sort of blur together as this sort of chiclet fantasy, sex god, Alpha Centauri people. (laughs) Oh, dear. My point being, strictly, that sometimes these series never stop, and they should. Read The Wheel of Time. There are only 13 books in that series, and uh, I'd say a lot of them are 500-plus pages. I had heard that that had happened and that the author died. I'm reading one by Eric Lustbader. It's The Ring of Five Dragons. I read the first three, but it's like, I don't know if he's written anymore. It's science fiction slash fantasy, the one of the few times I've seen a world where sorcery and science combine. I don't know if any of you have read them, but it's time he hops to it and finishes it. This aggravates me when they do that. What really aggravates me is, like, in the Jan Karen series where... You're reading a book and all of a sudden they go from fall to spring and you know they've had a deadline and you know they've chopped one-third of the middle of the book off to get it in. I'm assuming that's the Midford series. Um, And I had read, I think, the first one. But some of these series just seem to never, never, never stop. I could wish Diana Gabaldon would hurry up with that series she's doing. Each one is the size of two telephone books, and I believe there are going to be two more after this one. It's like, come on, woman, can't you finish? Oh, I gave up after book five. I couldn't get through it. I tried to read the series twice. Oh, but we've completely lost track of the topic here. Um, do we have any more comments about folktales? It's so different from what we normally read. I... Other than the fact that I liked it in my favorite story, and I'm not quite sure what else to say. I think for what they were, they were cute. I wish they'd had a glossary that defined some of the terms they used uh, that were local to that area. I can't remember any specific examples, but it would have been nice to know what he was talking about on occasion. Oh, yeah, because some of it, I mean, a lot of it was translated, but some of the stuff wasn't, like the name of the... Oh, which one was that story? The, the witch, I think. I was curious of what her name actually meant, if it was just an actual name or if it meant something. Yeah. Now I remember what I liked about the descriptions. Things like the crabs wearing hats. Um, I thought that was kind of cute. Oh, yeah, with those cute little crowns on top. That was funny, and the, the bull that had three horns until she pulled one off, and the five-legged mule, the sort of answering the question about why things are the way they are. Well, this is the first book I've ever read that the descriptions of things were so unusual that I noticed them more than I did the stories. Oh, um, before you you came, um, and we were discussing the Kevin Hearn books, and I think David wanted to know what the latest one was called and if it was number six. Yes, it's number six. It's on Bard. It's called Hunted. And you can download it at your leisure. Did you get that? Yep. I'm going to have to check my record. I don't know why I thought that was number five. Crazy me. Uh, because... You're probably forgetting one of the the books. There was, there was uh, hounded 
and hexed and hammered and trapped and tricked and uh, this haunted. So that makes six plus the novella, um, Two Ravens and a Crow. Oh, my goodness. All those one uh, word titles. That's quite confusing, except for the novella. Well, they all have to do with uh, the Druid's various troubles um, and who's currently after him at the time. And there always seems to be some god or goddess after him from one of several assorted mythologies. And I would love some of that tea he has, that immortality tea or that healthy tea. Some of that's it's funny, but it's the dog, the crazy dog. Oh, I love the crazy dog, but I don't like this particular reader because it's not the same reader that makes the dog sound so wonderful. But in any case, um, it's it's he's doing well as far as reading, but you know it's it's a little um, it's a little crazy. But um, the reason I thought that the folktale book had a glossary was because. The Hearn book has a glossary of uh, Celtic and and uh, Polish pronunciations, and so um, that's why I got mixed up. I'm kind of surprised why they would put two ravens and one crow here. I think that should have gone between books four and five, but you take where you can. Right. I think it did. Um, and I remember reading it uh, as between books four and five. Um, but then I got it from somebody else who lent it to me and, you know, whatever. So, um, I don't, I don't mind rereading it. It's, it's a good book. So, um, but, yeah. Anyway, um, let me, let me let you guys continue the, discussion on the on the book at hand did anybody else have a favorite story i like the one about the pumpkin seed i think that is so cool um you know here this woman is you know it's it's the complete payback for the for the virtuous woman you know i i think that's great um i really do Uh, that's that's just very cool oh yeah and the neighbor goes out and you know because tries to and doesn't even make an attempt to really duplicate the results, just wants the free food, and then she gets all these spiders and bugs. Yeah. Has anybody eaten any of that food that was mentioned in that book? What were you thinking of particularly? Um, I don't think I've ever had any Creole food. Well, they had so many different stuff. Um, This all sounded so tempting. I had this Cajun restaurant that um, I go to when I visit my mom in Portland and made me want to go there and eat some food. But I guess that's sort of getting off topic. Well, um, it sounds like everybody's discussed themselves out about this particular book. I don't know, Julia. Um, what's on for next month? Well, I don't know if we want to continue with the Classic. So, if we want to go back to regular novels, we have two new people, so that's exciting. Um, we could do Mary Poppins. I really wish Lana had showed up because the other book I wanted to do was one she'd mentioned a couple months ago by Andre Norton, but I have no idea what it's called, and I was counting on her to supply the title. Does anybody else have any suggestions, or 
It wasn't uh, Witch World or the Key of the Keplian, was it? Um, might have been Witch World. No, I don't. It was about an, I think, an elf who had to go into hiding or something. I think he was a chemist or a scientist or something like that. Doesn't sound familiar. Um, well, we'll have to ask Lana what what uh, you know what it was, but uh, maybe we can do that for March. You got any suggestions? Well, if we wanted to stick the classics, we could do Mary Poppins. I'm not really sure which direction we want to take this, if we want to go back to our um, pre-classics of just picking regular fantasy novels, or if we just want to stick to classics like we've been doing for the past few months. There is that new movie, uh, Saving Mr. Banks, that would tie into Mary Poppins, uh, if we wanted to do Mary Poppins. I know Mary Poppins is an extremely long series, but I know the first one's probably the best, might be the best one. Was well, everybody happy with classics, or do we want to go back to reading regular uh, fantasy novels? Um, I know, Kathy and Joni, you're new. Um, do you have any thoughts? I really have a preference myself. Um, I, I tend to kind of read what I, what I feel like reading, uh, and, and I may try to do one or two of the different book club things every month, even if I can't check in. Okay, fair enough. So what does everybody else think? Well, I don't mind reading Mary Poppins. I haven't read it in a long time. Um, and I haven't seen the film in decades, but um might be kind of fun. Uh, unfortunately, all of the fantasy books I'm currently reading are in the middle of series, so um, anything I'd suggest would not be good. Somebody told me... Uh, and I downloaded it. I have not read it. Um, to begin a series with a book called The Silver Ship and the Sea. And it's by, oh dear, uh, Mary something, I think. I don't remember. But um, I downloaded it. I haven't read it yet. Um, but it is the first in a series, so I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do. But Mary Poppins sounds great. Um, You don't remember its author's name, do you? P as in Paul, L as in Larry, Travers, T-R-A-V-E-R-S. I'll go with Mary Poppins, too. Sounds good to me. Okay. um, Seems like we've reached a consensus. Um, I guess... Kathy and Joni, I don't know if you're aware, but we have a mailing list that we chat about books and stuff. If you want me to add you, my email address is, um, oh, wait a minute, is Julia, wait a minute, um, shoot, how do we do this? If you want to put it in the text thing, do an F8 and write it in there. That's a good idea. Oh, well, you know I'm brilliant. You know how it is. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm just teasing you. I didn't really want it to be stuck out in the archives. <laughs> well, I guess people are starting to bail, so, um, good. Well, goodbye, everybody, and thank you, Kathy and Joni, for coming, and see everybody next month. Thank you. 
Okay, that should be the 16th as far as I know. Because my birthday is on the second Sunday. So, uh, fantasy is on the third Sunday. So, that should be the 16th. Bye for now.